Hey guys, Juliana here. Welcome to another episode of Cherry Picking. Today I'm doing something I've never done before. My friend Adam and I are going to break down one of our favorite sports movies, really favorite movies ever, The Little Giants. It's an absolute classic about peewee football in middle America, and Adam and I cover it from every angle. Then our friend Andrew is going to stop by at the end of the pod to talk a little bit about Jimmy Garoppolo. It's going to be a great show. Let's start it already. From an undisclosed location in Oakland, I'm now joined my dear friend, Mr. Adam Boyd. Adam, welcome to the pod. Thank you, Jules. It's an honor. <laughs> an honor, he says. That's great. So today, Boyd and I are going to be talking about Little Giants, a favorite movie of ours. Yes. When was the first time you saw Little Giants? Uh, probably in like 1998. Wow. With my brother. And I've watched it probably a hundred times. Yeah, I've probably seen it. If like 50 100 times it's I first watched it because my family got cable when I was like in middle school and there were like certain movies that were always on cable and that was one of them so I've seen that and like Miss Congeniality mm-hmm. probably 20 times it's a classic it is definitely a classic but Ed O'Neill is one of my favorites in that honestly. and you do love Modern Family I do Modern yeah family. I do so for those of you who haven't seen it to start off we're gonna I'm gonna run through a little a little summary of the movie so Spoilers. Spoil spoilers ahead. So Little Giants is really a movie about brothers rivalry. Something maybe you can relate to, Boyd, as Absolutely. someone with a brother. But you know, Kevin O'Shea is this incredible athlete, great football player. Brother Danny, maybe the runt of the family, kind definitely. of a geek. Yeah. Definitely not as good as good of an athlete as brother. The first scene in the movie, they're playing, you know, pick up football. Kevin doesn't even bother to pick Danny. My own brother. <laughs> you won't even pick me. So it kind of sets up that kind of rivalry. Flash forward 30 years. Kevin is now the coach of the Pee Wee football team. Danny's daughter, Becky the Icebox O'Shea, is trying out. She really stands out in tryouts, but eventually she and a bunch of other rugrats don't get picked. This idea of not getting picked, not being good enough for the fancy team is prevalent throughout the beginning of, of this film. So Becky decides she wants to start a new team, and she's going to have her dad, Danny, be the coach. Danny agrees to coach not only because he wants Becky to give Becky the opportunity to play, but to also like prove Kevin and the town wrong. <laughs> so now we've got two teams, two peewee football teams competing. Things build up. We've got... But uh, there can only be one in the town. Right. Only one. So they got to play like a playoff championship. Yeah. As, as it goes on, you know, things happen. Kevin is caught spying on Danny's team. A la Bill Belichick. Yeah. It's, Patriots. It's basically the the precursor to Spygate. Spygate. Yeah. yeah. It's probably where Bill got, Bill and Bob Kraft got the Definitely. inspiration to do that. No, there's no bounties put out, though. Well, actually, later on, spoiler alert, there's a lot of NFL yeah, yeah, themes in this. Okay. Is. Then, you know, both teams are practicing. They're getting better. But as this is going on, Becky the Icebox O'Shea is starting to really struggle. You know, she's the only girl. She's starting to be like, should I even be playing football? They add a very handsome quarterback to the to Danny's team, Junior Floyd. She kind of has a crush on him. She's just she's dealing with a lot of emotions, conflicting emotions going <laughs> leading up to this game. Then there's this kid who moves into town, Spike. 
Spike's the worst. I love Spike. Actually. Of course you do. But Spike's totally the worst. He talks in third person. He says over and over again. Spike, don't play with girls. <laughs> he just, <laughs> you love it. I mean, not not that part, but I mean, I just love that he's just a tenacious player on the field, even at such a ripe young age. Let's let's just pause for a second. How old do you think are these kids supposed to be? So when I watched the movie today, uh, prior to this, I was un- I just went into it assuming that all the kids were between the age of 8 and 12. That is definitely not true because Spike probably is about 15 and these other kids are about 8. Yeah, Rad Tad doesn't even have yeah. it still has baby teeth. And Junior Floyd is probably around that same age. Yeah. Probably Becky also. Yeah, she's yeah, older too. They're all a lot it's larger. It's Yeah bigger than all these other kids but i i want to say that um junior floyd is definitely supposed to be under 12 years old because according to debbie even the 12 year old girls thinks he's a fox uh, so there's see, a there's a so clue yeah, there you go yeah. yeah but i mean that the actor he is like oh they're oh, they're all way older yeah okay. okay so anyway back to spike so spike is kind of a a trigger danny wants him kevin wants him they really see him as like if we get this kid on our team we're gonna win so at first he's bamboozled into thinking he's on Danny's team. Doesn't last long. He gets over to Kevin's team. Then the 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 little giants kind of dissolve. They have this falling out at practice. Yeah. People are fighting at practice. People quit. Walk off the field. Mm-hmm. What does Junior say when he's uh? They're like, he's like, Hey, you don't want me to play? No problemo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no problemo. Yeah. So so then every uh, there's this huge fight at practice, you know, and this is the night before the game. Things yeah. are not going well for the little giants. So Tad then is riding his bike on the way home. And what do you know? On the side of the road, a big bus stops him. Out walks John Madden. Excuse me, son. We're on our way to Canton. We got lost. <laughs> Please, can you give us some directions? So then what happens is. Along with him. Along with other him. NFL notables, um, I wrote it down here. Emmett Smith. Yeah, Emmett Bruce Smith, Smith, Bruce Smith, Tim Brown, who doesn't really get a... He doesn't really get, like, a part in the yeah, movie that's like, which, this is what I'm going to offer you. as a Raider fan, I'm a little... Salty about? I'm a little ticked about, but whatever. It's all good. And then Steve Eppman. Uh, yeah. Eppman? Eppman? I don't know. Anyway, he's there, too. He's yeah. the only white guy besides John Madden. But John Madden has this great cameo. He gives them some great advice, some... Some knowledge. They really, like, inspire the Giants to play like a family. Football is family. Mm-hmm. That's really their TM. message. So then all the kids are buzzing. The game's the next day. So the next day, Becky, the Icebox O'Shea, who's been going through this whole str- internal struggle, decides, I'm not going to play in the game. I'm going to be a cheerleader instead because society just tells her that's what girls should do, and she's conforming in she, that way. I mean, she does this literally – Probably 20 minutes before the game starts. No, it's the night before. She shows the uniform. No, but I mean, she she comes out to the team. Oh, yeah. Because the team's hyped in and the, the team, locker room yeah, talking pre-game shit. Like, pre-game, they're, they're hyped. They're talking crap to the other team through the vents. Yeah. And then Becky the Icebox comes to the door wearing a cheerleading, wearing uniform. A cheerleading uniform with pom-poms and all. And the guys are just flabbergasted to see her. They're like, who is this girl? Exactly. So anyway, she kind of leaves her team in a lurch, honestly. Yeah. And so so then the game starts, and the Cowboys are just dominant. dominant. Everything that goes wrong for the Little Giants in the first half. We'll get into this. Does. There's turnovers, whatever. It's this great speech at halftime. The guys are inspired. They start the second half down three scores, but they're rolling. 
they um we all know how this ends. get a couple scores <laughs> right then junior floyd gets taken out becky is just absolutely pissed she goes into the locker room leaves her cheerleading skirt on but puts on the shoulder pads goes out she just annihilates the second half makes the game her own they mount this incredible comeback victory for the little giants what was the final 28 21 oh so they pitched a shutout in, in the, the second we'll half get into that yeah too. okay okay cool so, so that's the movie. If you haven't seen it, again, you're really just doing yourself a disservice. We're going to start with... Hold on. Let's, let's start that they... The reason we're doing this is because... Oh, right. We buried the lead. That's true. The Cowboys play the Giants this Sunday. There's the real Little Giants matchup. Exactly. So that's why we wanted to... Yeah. This is also a timely podcast. Way to go, Boyd. You're hired. Yeah. Okay, great. So, but the first thing we're going to talk about in regards to this movie is Kevin O'Shea's career. <laughs> Yes. Early on, we learn he won three high school state championships, a national title in college, an All-American title, not to mention a Heisman Trophy. So what position is Kevin O'Shea, Boyd? He's definitely a tailback, running back. Uh, just knowing the two old guys in the movie, they talk about one of his mm. old plays, and he's lined up in the backfield. Oh, I'm right. Assuming, and it was like a assuming they toss it to him and he scores the game when he touched okay which probably that was his heisman moment where do we think that kevin o'shea went to college i'm gonna have to since it's in ohio i'm gonna have to say ohio state excuse me it's the ohio state the ohio state yeah but i totally agree not he, to get confused with the uh miami ohio or ohio university but oh, yeah, yeah i agree kevin o'shea totally went to ohio state do we think that kevin o'shea played football in professionally did he play in the nfl um he had to have especially being a running back winning the heisman I yeah mean, he's got a nice house you hear too. About a he lot got of, some money yeah, if not from ohio state boosters then from yeah the and league. just and just looking at recent or not even recent heisman winners but just heisman winners in general i would have to think that all running backs that come out winning the heisman would go to the nfl because that kind of translate a little better than maybe a quarterback definitely like you see the quarterback to wide receiver transition happen with some heisman winners understandably so but i i even wrote it here that i think he might have had a brian bosworth type Ooh. Of, uh nfl career it's like he was a very well-known college player, college player. Mm -hmm. probably hyped himself up because this guy he had has charisma out the <laughs> in the movie if you guys like can't picture it just imagine like a young svelte ed o'neill he's got like short shorts like a cowboy like a lot of cool looking like vintagey cowboy gear like 90s the aviator like, glasses yeah. chewing gum yeah non -stop. he's got the, he's got the pete carroll gum, gum chewing, chewing action yeah. at a very young age too even in the first scene, scene yeah, yeah he's, he's chopping the gum pretty tough is kevin o'shea a huge dick that's where the Bosworth thing kind of falls in, mm. too. I think he just kind of keeps that uh, that mentality throughout. And you know what? Maybe it's it's got him some places because he uh, like owns his own car dealership. And yeah, he is pretty successful. Yeah, I think he's in Urbania wise, he's pretty. Yeah. Why don't why doesn't Kevin O'Shea like shoot for the moon? He's just Urbania famous. Urbania seems he just he just wants to stay close to, close to home yeah okay yeah. in that way i guess that he's a, a little endearing like and and less of a, a showman in that way i i think he's fine you love him i do do you think kevin o'shea is sad he doesn't have a son he has two daughters in the movie um, who are very adorable 
Yeah, they are. They Particularly are. Priscilla, the younger one, portrayed by a young Alexa Vega. Yeah, of spy she was kids. a spy. I had I had to look that up. Yeah, yeah she was a spy kid. Uh, maybe that might be for a Little Giants sequel. Ooh. Um, Little Giants sequel. Kevin has a do- has a son late in life, or maybe it'd have to be like a grandson. <laughs> it, oh, that's where Modern Family comes in. He, oh, great! Yeah, he gets, perfect. He gets Manny and Sofia Vergara's in it, so yeah, it's even better, funnier, great. <laughs> um, so let's talk now about Becky the Icebox O'Shea a little bit. My obviously my favorite character and inspiration, really, to me. <laughs> where do we think the name the Icebox came from? I don't know. It's just like a. That's a good it's nickname. It's a great, That's a great nickname. nickname. There honestly. are a lot of really good nicknames yeah. in this movie. Uh, Jimmy, I want to score more. That's pretty good. That's great. Is his last name Moore? That yeah, would his name's Jimmy okay. Moore, and then it's okay. like in quotes, I want to score. That's, That's really good. That's pretty good. But yeah, I don't know where the icebox came from. She's also like, what, like 10 years old? So, yeah. And everybody calls her that. She probably know. lit some kid up on the yeah. playground, and they're like, Yeah, to put that guy in the icebox. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, that's totally what yeah, happened. Probably. For sure. Some kid talking shit, she like puts him in his place. Yeah. Boyd, what do you think of Icebox? Like, what do you what do you make of her? I think she was bred to be a middle linebacker, honestly. In Pee Wee football, she's at least, got the, for sure. She shows the instincts right from jump. Absolutely. And later in the movie, they like show her in her room. She has a poster of Junior Seau. I on, I wrote that down too. I love that. That's she's just an all around sports a, kid. An, an athlete. Yeah. So I would like to now make the case that Becky, the Icebox O'Shea, is an iconic female character. Allow me to lay some things out for you, Boyd. Let me hear it. Becky is raised in a single-parent home. Her mom left her. She's got no kind of really female influence on her. And she loves football. And Her uncle was a Heisman winner. Her uncle's a Heisman. She's got, like, success in the family. She literally makes older boys cower in fear. You know when the when the mean kids, the douchebag cowboy players, come to talk shit at the like hideout, mm-hmm. they literally run away. They're like, "Oh no, it's the icebox." <laughs> she literally makes young boys like run away in fear. But you know, she goes through this struggle: Do I like boys? Do I love Junior Floyd? Like, why do I feel this way? And she's just, and society is telling her. She's got to be a cheerleader. She can't be a football she player. She can't be a football star. It's just girls don't play football. Yeah, Spike that's, don't play with girls. That's what Kevin. O- that's a line Kevin O'Shea says early in the movie. And there's the scene where he's, you know, she's like Uncle Kev. There's all this other stuff. I don't know what to do. In that moment, I really struggle with this. In that moment, is Kevin O'Shea being like a nice, kind uncle, being like. Becky, you're beautiful. You've got so much more to offer. Or is he also being like, she's the best player on the other team. If she wants to be a cheerleader, then she's not over there lighting my guys up. Mm. Which is it? Oh, I I think it's both. I think it totally serves both things. That is, I didn't even think of that. That's why I asked, is Kevin O'Shea a dick? Because he's like. Oh, wow. Hmm. It's almost like pushing her to exactly she he's like go ahead wow. becky often often notice that then he says Next then he I says watch. and if this boy's a quarterback he's probably gonna want some cute girl not some teammate he's planting a lot of seeds wow maybe he is a dick yeah i i make that the argument aspect. that he is i'd play for him though <laughs> one of my favorite things at practice that becky o'shea does is like when she's doing really well she can't help but like give junior the googly eyes yeah it's just it's so great <laughs> and she's never scared of spike she basically is the hero of the game becky yeah. o'shea is just she's a great character mm-hmm. and i'm happy that she 
maybe kind of looks like me, at least has brown hair and is spunky. So she's she's an icon, not Becky O'Shea. Yeah. Our next thing we're going to get into is the John Madden cameo. It happens about it's really like they're the kind of the heroes of the movie. They yeah, come and re-inspire the team. Bring the yeah. team back together. So what I my understanding, my outside research, the little that I did, <laughs> this was like a Super Bowl commercial involving like little kids. And then people saw it and were like, let's make that a movie. And in some ways, like it's very much like a commercial for football and like why football is great. But John Madden is just terrific in this. And he's great. He should be. I, I'll take that back. I was going to say he should be in more stuff. Now that I think about it, I think. He's in, like, The Replacements. I don't know if you've seen that movie. Yeah, and we got, you know, he was on Sunday Night Football for however long. Yeah, that's being true. terrific. Monday, but whatever. And the advice he gives, he's like, look, there's can no I, secret. Oh, can oh, I Can I drop this one uh, amazing stat Please I heard do. yesterday? Hugh Jackson, the coach for the Cleveland Browns. Formerly um, of the Oakland Raiders. Formerly of the Oakland Raiders. Uh, through 35 games of Hugh Jackson's head coaching career mm-hmm. he has lost more games than john madden did his whole career wow that is staggering that guy needs to get fired he's won like one game in two seasons two games i don't know i don't know what they're doing with him i don't know like what they're waiting for no and, and all i hear is that he's like a quarterback whisperer and he's a haven't seen it he's a has a offensive genius maybe he's whispering too quietly that like yeah. deshaun kaiser can't hear him <laughs> say he's like what Desha- <laughs> he's like what i can't i can't hear you guys oh my goodness anyways back to the back to the little giants yeah. cameo i just thought that was a that was a that's a good very that's a good stat. Stat. yeah like poor um, guy but john madden gives the little giants great advice yes. and it's just give mm-hmm. it your best shot and play like a team play like a family yeah so nothing better th- nothing better than that now we're going to get into the, the game, really dissect yeah. what's going on here. So in the first half of the game, as I mentioned during our summary, everything goes wrong for the Little Giants. There And there's like a series of just absolutely ridiculous plays that lead to the Cowboys having a three-score lead over the Giants at the end of the first. So one of them is the Asian kicker who was on this Disney Channel show called Movie Surfers. I totally remember him. He kicks off into little Johnny's nuts. There's a lot of like guys getting hit in the nuts in this movie and like it being a huge okay everybody laugh now it's funny though um then spike tells rudy zoltek i'm gonna make i'm gonna hit you so hard you're gonna be farting out of your mouth and talking out of your butt then that actually happens in the first half Mm -hmm. spike literally drags someone into the end zone by his jersey yeah yeah, his jersey stretches and he he tramples he tramples the cowboy into the literally runs over somebody so he's like indented into the field yeah they have to pull him out of the ground and his his body is indented yeah and then there's the stuff with rashid hot hands hanging where he's got the stickums and then he sticks to his jersey and he misses everything love love the effort of trying to get a little edge because this guy, this poor kid, he has hot hands. It has frying pans for hands, yeah. is what Kevin O'Shea he, says to him. At he the brings tryout. his boxing gloves to the field, trying to catch passes. He's every so he's like, let me use the stickums, but then sticks his hands together. Yeah. Then sticks them on his jersey. He just he, all he all he can catch in practice is toilet paper. Yeah. Can I dive into some of the like more realistic things that I please, pulled out of that game? Please. So. In the first half, I'd noticed that the Cowboys, they are just running power. They're giving the ball to... Boyd, what formation does Spike like to run out of? Power eye. Love it. But so Having that's that what knowledge they do. at that young age, I'm 
just like well he's probably actually 16 so i know but i mean spoiler alert I'm, also, I'm, think, I'm thinking he's 10 Do you think old. that Spike takes like HGH or something like that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Dad is like, yeah. let me. The, oh, the dad is crazy too. Yeah. He's like crazy, but he's also like pretty stupid that he thought Danny O'Shea was actually Kevin O'Shea. Yeah. What else you got? Let me see. I would have to say the second half adjustments and we'll dive in a little later. Becky, the icebox, was definitely watching on the sideline. She's taking, taking notes. In, yeah. She's yeah. taking mental notes if she returns. Yeah. So at halftime, though, before they go out for the second half, you know, the Giants are just absolutely dejected. Kevin O'Shea wants to for- tell, forfeit the game. I just told the mayor that yeah. it's over or whatever. <laughs> but Danny O'Shea gives this, like, great speech. Whoever said you had to be good to play football? You play football because you want to. You play football because it's fun. You play football so you can go out there and pretend that you're Joe Montana throwing a touchdown pass or Emmett Smith going for a long run. And even if those Cowboys are better than you guys, even if they beat you 99 times out of 100, that still leaves. One time. One time. Yeah. One time. Does that speech hit you in a spot? Does it, like, make you say? I think it it kind of shows why we don't – I mean, and we, we see – these guys on TV break down games even before it happens. Uh-huh. And then they go play the game and then a completely different thing happens. Right. Very similar to that. It's like you you might think that this is what's going to happen, but that's why we play the game. That's why we play the game. That's great. I also I think about the actual Giants and especially like Eli's been in the news a lot lately. Oh. When you think about, like, him in the Super Bowl, the helmet catch or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know what? Eli's probably thinking 99 times out of 100, the 17-0 Patriots are going to beat us. Mm -hmm. But on this Sunday, one One time. time. it's That's real. So, and then in the second half, as we mentioned before, Becky the Icebox O'Shea, after watching Junior Floyd just get wrecked on an unsportsmanlike penalty from, of course, Spike. It was a very Vontez perfect type play. Yeah. Super late hit. A hit hurts his back. Right in the back. Or his, it, then his ribs are hurt later. It's yeah. kind of it's kind of confusing yeah. what's actually wrong with Junior Floyd. That but it might have been poor, poor uh, acting. Well, the acting I thought was great when Gr- he's hurt. <laughs> it's but so funny when he gets up to yeah. cheer and he's like, ow. Ah. He remembers that, that he, his ribs are hurt. Yeah, that's true. Or ribs, back, whatever. So Becky is so pissed that she's like, I'm, I can't. That, aw- that awakens. That, that sets her over the edge. Yeah. She's like, I can't stand to watch this anymore. I'm going out there. You know what? She's probably bored over there, too, just yeah. swinging the palms around. It's not yeah. like they did like a halftime dance or anything. Exactly. So she's like, I'm going to go in there. And Becky fucking dominates. She dominates. Listen to the stat line. She's got two <laughs> touchdowns. She forces a fumble. She's got that great tackle at the goal line. Oh, I forgot to mention the Cowboys quarterback. He has the same cadence throughout the whole game, and I think Becky notices like that, it. and she jumps. She's she's jumping the the snap every time. I think Becky is the best player and coach in the game. Yeah. She seems she's like she knows what's going on. Yeah. She like inspires the mm-hmm. teammates. She brings out the like acid and digestion medicine to mm-hmm. intimidate the other guys. Even though she's not in the locker room to hear the one time speech, that's what's in her head. Yeah, and she doesn't need to be. There. She's just great. Do you have any other observations from from the game? I, I was trying to think more into the realistic stuff. Uh, the Giants really opened up the playbook in the second oh, half. Yeah. They, it was trick plays everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think the first – so they get like a 
They gain one yard, which gives them major confidence. Second and nine, the parents, second the crowd nine, typed. Yeah. Everyone goes crazy. The second play after that, they do like this reverse throwback pass to the quarterback. They gain like. Oh, like, that's the huge game. Yeah, they gain like Floyd 50 yards made. on yeah. that one. And then they run another reverse, which is how they score their first touchdown. That's the reverse to Johnny or the, the reverse? No, the reverse to, to, to Tad. Tad. Yeah. Yes. The pitch to Johnny, classic line. I mm-hmm. love that. Pitch to Johnny? You can't pitch to Johnny. I'm Johnny. Amazing run. I think Johnny is like Loki. He's like the third best athlete behind yeah, Junior I, and, I and actually, the Ice Spots. I actually put that there too. I totally agree. He he was that, he was, probably, a, that was such a good run. He played high school football. He played high school basketball. Yeah. Maybe baseball. He's a three sport athlete. I wrote that he was. The most underrated player definitely. in the movie. Yeah. Definitely. Under, and underappreciated, too, by his dad yeah. and by, you know, other yeah. members of the team. You'll have to watch to get that. <laughs> okay, let's get into some of the other members of the Little Giants. Okay. Just how good do we think these players are? What's what's really their ceiling? Boyd, at what point do you think Becky the Icebox O'Shea, she, at some point she has to stop playing football. Either some Pacific Islander kid, like, moves to Urbania, lights her up one time. She's like, this is not for me. This is a boy. Like, I need to play <laughs> something else. In a couple years, she's got to be like, I can't play this anymore. Yeah. Um, I would have to think, like, maybe she played some peewees. Like, like up a couple to, more like, years. middle school or yeah, something like up that. Up to middle yeah. school. Maybe even, like, like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. But once high school hit, hey, I don't know. I've seen girls, some girls play nowadays, and they can play. But, yeah, I would say probably in high school yeah. she called it quits. Maybe what, played freshman year, what like other JV sports, or something. What other sports do you think she, like, starts to play to, like, fill the void of competition? I think she was – she played everything probably. Yeah. Having softball, seen basketball, yeah, softball, basketball, soccer. Yeah. I think the best athletes as a former soccer player, I think the best athletes often play soccer. And I could see her as like a center back, just knocking the shit out of people, going up oh, for yeah. high balls. Very Julie Ertzish. Yeah. I can, can really do it all. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What about Junior Floyd? How good do you think Junior Floyd becomes? I think I think he's a star. I wrote here that he takes the Browns to the Super Bowl. Wow. Um, because he's willing to play on any team that's true with Anybody. no matter what characters and he's gonna find a way to win so wow i, I that's huge I where do you think he goes to college he probably got overlooked going to mm, I was ohio thinking, state i was thinking too i was thinking he probably like, went to michigan i ooh, just oh my to, God. just to just are to you get, pandering to me right just now? to get back just to get back at uh i even wrote state. here like no ohio state I was thinking like Miami of Ohio, somewhere smaller, you know, because <laughs> it gets overlooked. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, oh, this is a Ben Roethlisberger type guy. He's maybe more underrated. But Junior Floyd, he's going to like grow he's more. He's going to take the Tom Brady he's, way. Yeah, he's he's going to be a star. We already talked a little bit about Johnny being a great athlete. Mm-hmm. Rudy Zoltek, he farts for most of the movie. His nickname is the gas man. I wrote in here that he works for PG&E when he gets older. Ooh, I could see that. Well, his family Pacific does Pacific have- Gas and Electric. <laughs> Oh, that makes me think that he maybe like went and played col- college football on the West Coast, like kind of got a taste for the sunshine. Yeah, he wanted to stay there. Yeah, totally. That's good. What about Rashid Hot Hands Hainan? Um, you know what? I think he's good at another sport. I don't know if he's clearly I got think the squirts. I think he, I think he gets over that. Mm-hmm. Maybe becomes a defensive back, Ooh. like most. Yeah, he does like have most receivers that can't catch. Richard Sherman. Yep, they become. DBs. Okay, I like that. I um, like that. And if that didn't work out, like he said, there goes my shot at the pros. I'm gonna have to be a senator. That was his secondary plan, and I thought that was a very think, good 
That is very smart of him to have a not put all of his eggs in one That's basket. That's true. That is true. It's responsible. At such a young age. Yeah. Good for his parents, I appreciate too. that. Good yeah. for his parents, I appreciated too. that. Boyd, I know you wanted to make a point about uh, Jake, whose name I can't remember, or last name I can't remember. Does I don't either. Jake I just, the Snake? I don't know. We're going to call him Jake the Snake for now, but I thought this kid is super small. He has... The mom comes in. I credit the mom for putting this kid into football because mm-hmm. this kid has like a bunch of like she like couldn't roll over when she was pregnant because he was so small. Yeah, and bunch uh, of problems like health issues, mm-hmm. whatever. He's like a wheezy kid. Yeah, um, probably asthmatic. He he was the tackle for the team. I thought that was poor coaching on Danny O'Shea's part. Definitely, but the kid plays like an animal. Yeah, he is the smallest kid out there, and he. Pound doesn't for pound. back doesn't back down against anyone not even spike well he does like shape like suck his head into the shoulder pads so he doesn't rip his head off that's smart that's okay that's smart okay smart he All said right. he's gonna rip his head off and uh but i do think like jake might be somebody who maybe doesn't have a bright athletic career i think uh, but is fearless and you know i think that takes him a long way yeah like the he has the biggest heart Sure. On that team and i think that that will at least get him through the high school playing days like rudy i mean jake's a starter on a school like in snell where you and i went to high school where it's like look we got 22 kids if you try out and make it through summer you're on the team pretty much yeah but he's got heart yeah he's got heart what about some guys on, on the cowboys briggs the quarterback, the quarterback. I, he's he's great he's an athlete he runs yeah, a quick 40 he was probably uh like Michael B. Jordan in Friday Night Lights. Mm. He's very much like that. Yeah. Goes um, to like Michigan State or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What about Sean Murphy? Sean Murphy, I, I wrote, was a good, really good player. What position is Sean Murphy playing? Linebacker? He's a linebacker fullback. I like see him like, guy. yeah, ooh, like a Owen Marisic or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that guy. And what about Spike? What happens to Spike? I think he's a star also. Mm-hmm. Especially because the football knowledge at such a young age. That's true. And that you can't teach. But I think that there's some scandal that haunts Spike and, and really hilarious. bites him in the ass because it's but either it's something with his dad, illegal recruiting. Like I said, the PEDs. Oh, wow. Like there's a lot of <laughs> it's a slippery slope yeah, with this that's guy. Good. Um, like I said, he he makes a very Vontez perfect like play, yeah. hitting hitting Junior Floyd late. Yeah. So I'm that's probably. I wrote that that was probably going to be one of the downfalls. That's going to like hang over his head for a while. But I find I see a lot of passion in that that you're trying to win. Okay. No matter what. Okay. Maybe I'm being biased. You totally are. Spike sucks, and he don't play with girls. <laughs> Spike don't play with girls. Okay, Boyd. This movie. One of the things I enjoy so much about it is it's so like it will make you laugh out loud. Some of the stuff that they get the kids to say. It's just really oh, yeah. funny. So let's now share some of our our favorite lines. I'd be curious if any of ours overlap. Give me I your first th- I one. I think they will. Um, the power eye line is my favorite. What kind of formation do you like to run out of Spike? Power eye. And then he asks, who's his lead blocker? And who's Spike's lead blocker? And I thought that was incredible. Yeah. Also, the, the Cheetos part in the beginning. You'll never get anywhere treating your helmet like a lunchbox, son. What is that? Cheetos. Crunchy or puffed? Puffed. I love it. I love that too. That's something that I try to incorporate in my real life. That if somebody has puff Cheetos, I'm like, wimp. I eat puff Cheetos all the time. If the shoe fits, Boyd. 
I'm going to talk about some of my favorite lines. A lot of them, the tryout is really a goldmine for yes. Kevin is just yes. firing on yeah. all cylinders. I'll let you take these. So, so one of my favorites is they're running the 40-yard dash. Some kids are super fast. Rudy Zoltek, unsurprisingly, very slow. Yeah. So he runs his time. He, like, takes a while to catch his breath, then goes back up to Kevin O'Shea and says, How did I do, coach? I don't know, son. I don't have a sundial. Back in line. <laughs> that is... Absolutely. It doesn't miss a beat. Doesn't miss a beat. <laughs> my other favorite one is when they bring out the jerseys at the tryout. Oh, my goodness. How if, did I forget if, this? And Rudy Zoltek, again, just firing. He's sitting there eating Cheetos or Reese's Pieces or something, and they're looking at the jerseys, and he goes, Dibs on Montana's number. <laughs> and that is just... It's it's too good. And then Hanan says, I'll get Mark Lurvin's number, the big A A. I love that one. And then there's so many places you can just point at and just really revel in the writing of this movie, the delivery of the lines by the actors. Yeah, it's I just, thought it was I, – I love it. It's fantastic. So now we're going to get into the, the real game happening this weekend between the Cowboys and Giants. Boyd, who do you got? What do you um, think is going to happen? Give me your prediction. So Eli Manning, who got benched for some reason, Ben McAdont just got – just got fired. Thank the worst stepdad yeah, on earth. He's the worst. He's the worst. Honestly, I thought the Giants would do pretty well this year. And yeah. Like, Un- the, to their credit, they were kind of ravaged by injuries. I mean, oh yeah. OBJ. Like everybody yeah. got hurt. Anyways, Eli Manning's gonna start. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he shoves it up the Cowboys' ass. And I think it's gonna be a revenge game for himself. Great. I want him to close out the year strong. Yeah. I think they're gonna win twenty-seven, twenty-four. He's gonna throw three TDs. Probably throw like two Eli picks. Yeah. But just ducks. But if they get the win, it doesn't matter. Matters. Are you gonna watch this game? Absolutely not. Okay, great. But we can check in maybe with a little bit of red zone action. I, I honestly, I hope they lose. Or uh, I hope the Cowboys lose, too, because they're kind of dwindling out of the playoff race. And they have a pretty big game with the Raiders coming up. And I just want them to completely check out. Okay. Like, they're a team that I feel like would do that. Yeah. Like how... Uh, well, it's like they don't have Zeke, who, like, makes their engine run. Mm-hmm. They're they're just... Their defense is... And Jason Garrett is not a very good coach. Yeah. Do you think he keeps his job next year? I think if he makes the playoffs, they might keep him. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's happening. I think he gets fired. I think he gets fired, too. Who do the Raiders play this week? They play the Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh, revenge the game. The biggest game of our season so, so far. far. Yeah, it's a must win. I can't believe that they're even tied for first. The Chiefs have completely collapsed. Yeah. It started with that Thursday night game against the Raiders that they lost. Yeah, they did. I don't don't take into effect the previous games, especially when it's like a rivalry game. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just hope they get the win. That's big. I'll come over on Sunday and watch. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, Boyd, we're going to take a little break. We're going to have... Our other friend, Andrew, come join us. We're going to talk a little bit. I need to salivate on wax about Jimmy Garoppolo. So mm. we're going to do that in a little bit. But thanks for breaking down Gucci. Little Giants. <laughs> thanks for breaking down Little Giants. Don't be a stranger on cherry picking, dude. Oh. Come back whenever you oh, want. I, please. I will come back again anytime. All right. You got it. Today's episode of Cherry Picking is brought to you by Karen O'Shea. That's Kevin's fictitious wife in Little Giants. 
Adam and I already established that Kaoshe is kind of a dick, but Karen is a saint and the most underrated character in the movie. From the beginning, she is adamant about the fact that Becky is the best player at tryouts and should be on the team. She even clowns Kevin for not picking her. Karen points out that women can run countries and sit on the Supreme Court, but according to her husband, can't play peewee football. Eventually, she even roots against the Cowboys in the big game. She's an absolute G, so thanks Karen for sponsoring the show today and being a feminist icon for ladies everywhere. All right, back to the pod. We're joined now on the pod with our friend Andrew Spivey. Andrew, welcome to Cherry Picking. Thank you very much, Jules. I've been waiting a long time to get on here. Long time overdue. We're going to talk a little bit about Jimmy Garoppolo. On Sunday, he led the 49ers to their second win of the season. He went 26 for 37, 293 yards, no touchdowns, but basically looked like the greatest quarterback for the 49ers since Joe Montana. I was so excited watching him play on Sunday. Andrew, as a 49er fan and former quarterback, talk me through what you saw at a Jimmy G on Sunday. First of all, I didn't actually get to watch the entire game, but watch I watched the highlights. I know what Jimmy G does. I know, you know, how he plays. And to be honest, I'm just super freaking excited about him because he's got the rare ability, which is like super valuable in the NFL, especially to just stay super calm in the pocket. So he looks so poised. so calm. Mm-hmm. His head is still, you know, his body still. He takes little micro steps to get out of the way instead of you know giant freaking shuffles is it crazy for me to say that that's aaron Rodgers ish that's like it's not crazy definitely not crazy his movement in the pocket is really good which is the most exciting part about him for sure yeah. and his accuracy is super accurate and that's like literally the hardest part about playing i was just gonna say is that like one of the harder harder things to learn as a quarterback to yeah. kind of sit in there and be comfortable Exactly, dude. Got it. That's probably the hardest, like, physical, and it's it's mental, too, because when you're trying to read a play and you have bodies flying at you, but you're just using your peripherals, you know, to get out of the way. You, do you think he took a took a couple notes from old number 12? In, uh, I think he definitely took He probably listened to him notes. a couple times. He was, yeah, definitely. Yeah. He definitely got some real nice pointers from the goat. I think he was he was just great. You've got to have some element of a good-looking quarterback. You just do. Very Tom Brady, Steve Young, other goats. Yeah. There, you, there needs to be that factor there with a quarterback. It just gives you an edge. I, I won't disagree. What do you want, Mike I Lennon? I won't agree. No, he's not going to cut it. I won't agree or disagree with that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's – You had a flesh-colored helps. beard, you guys. It there. helps. You need, you need <laughs> someone – the fans will like him, honestly. So More while we were while we were people. watching this, I was watching with two other 49er fans. We were all just, you know, salivating. Basically, by the time the game was over, we were like, wow, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to the Hall of Fame. This is the greatest oh coaching, quarterbacking combination ever. We were just really excited. But, Boyd, you're uh, not a 49er fan. You're a Raider fan. So from your objective perspective, what did you see? I understand the excitement. I think it's great, too, because, I mean, what – that organization has been going through in the last few years with all the coaching changes and then they have a new GM that's something to be excited about he's definitely made a lot of a lot of moves like they're trying to dump that whole roster yeah the whole roster from what was there before and I understand that they they want to turn the page they have a new coach that a very um up and coming up and coming the Shanahan (laughs) uh 
yeah, it's very promising. He's like a good quarterbacks coach. They, they, him and Jimmy could have like a, yeah, a I, good relationship. I'm together. just, I just don't want to hear. I just for your sake too. I don't know if it's something to be. It, that's great to be excited about, but there's a lot more work that sure. needs to be done there. Again, they're, they're they kicked five away. field goals. They scored yeah. no touchdowns. They won. Yeah, and that's good. And they've, they've definitely been playing hard this season yeah. like they're the most i would say the most compelling one in 11 team they're in the like league. in every game it's honestly perfect two and for, i'm sorry it's yeah. honestly been going perfect for what they want to do two and eleven <laughs> two and eleven i think now. they're two and ten whatever Maybe two and ten. Yeah, ten. <laughs> look they suck but the thing is they've been competitive in games that's what you want yeah. like you want you want to be competitive and then lose and then you get a high drop pick and then you know the rebuild is there but seeing jimmy it's g still, but it i mean it's his what fourth game starting yeah like no. we haven't seen enough of it it's something to be excited about but i mean there's more pieces that need to be there and what if just don't put your i've seen this happen with the raiders they'll bring in somebody and we get excited i know and, but like that's somebody and then it who just, was the last Ra- who was the raiders quarterback that you were excited about like carson palmer well i w- personally wasn't excited but I, I know a lot of people that were like he was a really good quarterback but would in, you compare him to this situation with jimmy g i don't know i just think that like he's been on the patriots like he's just, played with like arguably I, the greatest quarterback ever like i don't like, understand where that excitement how how it just can launch into something so big just because he was playing behind Tom and yeah. it's just like take yeah. it should take I it, pump the brakes or take keep it, it moving? day by day <laughs> take it day by day like yes be excited to maybe he can be there's um, a lot of other pieces that got to yeah, be in place exactly. but usually if you've got an okay head coach and you've got a solid quarterback you're in good shape so yeah. we'll see the Niners that. are on the I think they could finish I think they, they could, should still draft a quarterback next year I don't think like so. in the well no not like first round but I mean, well the thing is wow. too is like we gave away a second round we the 49ers gave away a second round pick for jimmy garoppolo and to me it's like right just based on that first game i'm like okay great like that was i just say totally have, fine a, with the move. have a backup plan for the future too just in case yeah. that that's like, true i think bethard could be solid as a backup just because he's super tough and you know, he can, he's kind of that grinder kind of quarterback that can kind of keep things steady. His beard's but the same color as his as skin. As far as, like, going back to the point about reasons to be excited about Garoppolo, there aren't even that many quarterbacks in the league that stay that calm with, like, people flying around mm-hmm. them and can just take, you know, those little steps to, you know, to get mm-hmm. people out of the way and then deliver a ball accurately. Like, and, you know, he did go to the same school as Tony Romo kind of kind of throws the ball like Tony Romo, like that little sh- super short, yeah. quick release that I freaking mm, that great. I love. Tony Romo. Um, love Tony. And, yeah, I, th- I think he's going to be oh, – I think we got our guy in San Francisco for that, sure. That's good. So cool. exciting. Good, Super good. excited about him. Good for the Niners. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you really mean that, boy. Super Bowl 2020, baby. Yeah. <laughs> See you oh there. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Well, you got anything else to plug? We're going to go watch the Warrior game now. Uh, no. I just wanted to say it was uh, nice hanging out. Great. On my first little pod here. Yeah. Let's do it again. You, it'll, this is definitely a, a reoccurring thing. Let's yeah. do it again. These three. Anyway. All right. Starting point here. Perfect. All right, well. Mic tap. Mic tap. Great job.
Special thanks to my dudes, Adam Boyd and Andrew Spivey, for coming on the show and hanging with me today. They're some of my oldest friends, great guys with great takes, and I know this doesn't come across in the pod, but they're easy on the eyes, too. Boyd, Spive, don't be strangers. You're welcome back on Cherry Picking anytime. Thanks to Karen O'Shea, the fictional character and feminist icon, for sponsoring today's show. Thanks to Ben Sound for the royalty-free music bumping right now. Be sure you're following Cherry Picking on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry Pick Pod. Follow the show on SoundCloud and like it on Facebook. And be sure you're following me as well. I am Family Jewels across all platforms. That's Family G I U L S. I'll talk to you guys again soon. <laughs>